Hey everyone, I am Farah Kimji and you are listening to the Futura Talks podcast. I believe the future will be built by those who see opportunity where others see uncertainty. It will be built by people that don't look like the traditional leaders of our past, but by women and individuals from diverse backgrounds that see the world differently and who are driven to make it better for all. This podcast will feature these people, self-made leaders and entrepreneurs that defy odds and are motivated to build a better future. We will also share practical advice for how you can unlock your full potential as the leader of your own Futura. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to share this first solo episode with you today. In these solo episodes, it is my aim to share what I have learned and continue to learn along my journey as an entrepreneur. There have been so many things I wished I had known before launching my business, and I want to share these learnings with all of you in the hopes that they will help you along your own journey, whatever stage you may be at. I will share both practical tips and broader concepts that I have spent a lot of time to unpack, understand, digest, and eventually implement in my life and business. These are concepts that I have found extremely helpful as I have navigated the first few years of my entrepreneurial journey, and I know you will find them useful too. As this podcast features individuals, including myself, who have a desire to chart their own path and launch a new product or service with the ultimate goal to improve our lives and the lives of others, I think it is important we start with purpose. That will be the focus of today's episode. Before you stop listening and say, not another episode about finding my purpose, I encourage you to keep listening. As today, we will not only unpack why purpose is integral in business, but I will also share a framework that I have used to discover my purpose and that I continue to use as a way to filter out new opportunities to ensure they align with my purpose. In fact, I've had a lot of fun in the process and no longer dread the loaded question, what is your purpose? So let's dive in. First off, I truly believe that purpose and the discovering of it is a journey and not a destination we arrive at. I think the true meaning of life is all about discovering our purpose and specifically our unique purpose as individuals, one that is only ours to discover and isn't shared. This means I do believe there are over 7 billion purposes and the pursuit of purpose, as well as living on purpose, is truly why we are here. Before I get ahead of myself though, I will admit that this concept of living on purpose was not even on my radar until the last couple of years. In fact, if I am honest, I always hated when people asked me that question. I would feel lost when I met someone who had clearly figured out theirs and seemed to be living their life so intentionally on purpose. 
It made me feel like I was so far from my own or that I was behind because not only did I not know my purpose, I wasn't living a life that was even oriented to discovering it. So for years, I brushed it off and kicked it down the road, thinking one day when I have time, I will figure out my purpose or better yet, I will all of a sudden wake up with a huge epiphany and I will just know throughout my body and spirit why I'm truly here and what I am meant to do. So I went about my life doing the things, all of the things that we are expected to do. Go to school, get a good job, progress in your career, buy a house, get married, with the hopes that all of those things would bring me closer to a time and place when I would be happy and fulfilled. Surprise, surprise, that day never came. In fact, I did all of those things and was left feeling even more empty and lost. I had the great job, the husband, a beautiful house, and inside, I felt alone, uninspired, unsure, and definitely not in a place where I could discover my purpose. If I am honest, I was not only lost, I was unhappy and depressed, feeling like I didn't know what my life was about if achieving all of those things didn't bring me happiness. But then I caught a spark. I attended a Tony Robbins conference in 2017, and it ignited something in me. I remember feeling alive. I mean, it definitely helped that I was less than 20 meters away from Tony Robbins, and you can't help but be inspired in his presence. And amongst the electric energy in the room, oh yeah, and Pitbull was there too, so I was definitely in my element. But what really got ignited was that I was in the presence of someone who was so clear about what his purpose was. And every action he took in his life and business was to support that purpose. This was also someone who was constantly growing and evolving, and his purpose would get revealed to him more and more with time. It wasn't a stagnant purpose, which is honestly what I used to think purpose was. One thing that you decided, and that then had to be your purpose for the rest of your living days. In fact, I think it is mainly why I shied away from finding my own because I wasn't ready to commit to something for that long. I was in my early 30s and deciding on a lifelong purpose felt limiting and frightening. But now at this conference, I was amongst thousands of people on a journey, a quest, a yearning to find their purpose, to help others, to make the world better, all while growing as they faced hardships and challenges. This was a version of purpose I could get on board with. And thus began the true start of my journey to discovering my purpose. I was excited, open, and oriented to growth. I wasn't afraid, and I had a glimmer of hope inside that my story was going to change. And yes, it was a glimmer because life decided to test me on this quest to discover my purpose. Over the next few years, I would deal with my father getting cancer, 
a highly toxic work environment, a divorce, and an eventual decision to leave the corporate finance finance world I had been in for over 15 years to pursue the uncharted path of entrepreneurship. It was an immense amount of change in a few short years. And then all of a sudden, there I was with a blank canvas, a chance in my mid-30s to restart my story. I was excited and frightened all at the same time. I felt an immense pressure to discover my purpose. I felt like I was getting a second chance at life and that I needed to get it right and not mess up this opportunity in life that I may never have again. And needless to say, that was definitely not the right headspace to be in to find my purpose. But here I was, finally ready to start that journey. The next few years became about me saying yes to everything. And I mean everything. I went on wellness retreats to Thailand and Greece. I joined multiple associations. I went to every conference in my industry. I partnered with several groups on new business endeavors. I was open to trying new health fads, including F45 and keto diets and so many other things I had never tried before. I went from being lost to fully immersed in so many things that interestingly, in the end, I felt even more lost. In the search of finding my purpose by saying yes to everything without intentionality, I was now overwhelmed with so many activities and endeavors that I could not even hear my own voice. And then came the universal collective great pause as a result of the pandemic. And I finally had the chance, like so many of us did, to get off the hamster wheel, slow down, and reassess our lives. This forced reset became the best thing to happen to my life. For the first time in my 36 years, I stopped chasing everything outside of me and instead went on an inside journey, a journey to discover myself, to hear my own voice, and to start to truly think about my purpose and how I can best be of service in this world. But purpose still felt big, heavy, and something impossible to uncover, let alone commit to. But through my quest of reading books, articles, listening to audiobooks, and countless podcasts, I still didn't have clarity until I was introduced to a framework by one of my mentors. This framework became the turning point and catalyst for me to begin to wrap my head around this concept of purpose, and I would love to share it with you now. The concept comes from the Japanese word ikigai, which translates to reason for being or raison d'etre for the fancy French version. It refers to something that gives a person a sense of purpose or direction in life. I suggest if you are in front of a computer to Google it, I-K-I-G-A-I, and you will see several images pop up depicting a Venn diagram of four circles overlapping with the intersection being ikigai or reason for being. I absolutely love this framework as it provides a tangible mechanism 
to discover and visualize your purpose. It is also not stagnant. It can be used at any point in your life and it can change and evolve with you. According to this framework, everyone has an ikigai or reason for being. Finding your ikigai requires answering four key questions. What do you love? What are you good at? What does the world need? And what can you be paid for? Let's unpack the first question. What do you love? Or what is your passion? Your passion is something you're good at and that you enjoy doing. It's something that brings you a sense of joy and fulfillment. For many people, their passion is also something that they feel deeply connected to. Passion is often talked about in the context of work. And it's easy to see why. When you're passionate about your job, you're more likely to feel fulfilled and motivated. But your career isn't the only area of your life where passion can play a role. Passion can be found in your hobbies, your relationships, and even your daily activities. Passion is what makes life worth living. It's what brings joy into our lives. It's important to find something that you're passionate about as this is what will sustain you when the going gets tough. It's also worth considering what you're naturally good at, as this can be a valuable clue as to where your passions lie. Passion is the engine that drives Ikigai. So make sure to spend some time finding out what it is that you love doing. Once you've found your passion, the rest of the framework will fall into place. The next question is, what are you good at? This is about finding a way to use your gifts, your unique gifts, to make a difference in the world. This unique ability is at the heart of what gives our lives purpose and meaning. When we can find a way to use our talents to make a difference in the world, we are more likely to experience a sense of fulfillment. For example, someone who is good at cooking may find joy in catering for special occasions. Or someone who is good at problem solving may find satisfaction in working as a consultant. Ultimately, it is up to each of us to discover our own unique abilities and to find a way to put them to good use. That brings me to the next question. What does the world need? It's easy to get caught up in the daily grind and feel like our work doesn't matter. We might not see how what we do fits into the bigger picture or how it makes the world a better place. But part of finding your ikigai is thinking about how what you do contributes to the world we live in. Our work can have a real impact on our community. And when we know that what we are doing is valuable, it can make us feel good too. Nowadays, one reason why a lot of people are not happy with what they do is because they don't always see the value of what they do. By knowing that what we do matters to the world, we can feel more content with our place in it. The last question is, what can you be paid for? While it's important to find something you're passionate about in life, it's also important to make sure that passion can actually support you financially. Too often, people choose a career path based on their interests or talents without considering whether or not they'll be able to make a living at it. As a result, they end up working long hours at a job they hate just to pay the bills. 
To avoid this trap, it is important to make sure your ikigai is something that will get you paid and allow you to create abundance and freedom in your life. Ideally, your ikigai should be something you're good at, enjoy doing, and that is in demand by others. Fortunately, there are many ways to find a career that meets all of these criteria. So now that you know what it takes to find your ikigai, you can start analyzing what these four components are in your life. Considering what you love is a good place to start. What are the things that make you lose track of time? What are the things that make you feel the most alive? When you understand what it is that you love, it can be a lot easier to start understanding the other three components. From there, you can start to think about what you're good at. What are the skills and talents that come naturally to you? What do people always come to you for help with? Once you have a better understanding of your strengths, you can start thinking about how you can get paid for them and if what you have to offer is truly something the world needs. Of course, it's not always easy to find all four of these things in one place. This said, these days, there are many paths to achieving a goal and many mediums that can be used to achieve it. So I encourage you to stay open to the possibilities and don't be too firm in the how, but rather the why. Once you know what your ikigai is, you can start working towards achieving it. However, it's important to remember that your ikigai can change over time. As your interests and talents evolve, so too will your ikigai. That's why it's important to regularly check in with yourself and make sure that your actions are still in alignment with your ikigai. If you find that they're not, don't be afraid to make a change. The important thing is that you're able to identify your purpose and start working towards it. Who knows? Maybe finding your ikigai will be the best thing you ever do. In my own life, this framework allowed me to uncover my purpose, but maybe even more significant than that, after I jotted everything down on a page, I realized how there were so many activities, initiatives, and even relationships in my life that did not align with my ikigai. On one page, I was able to articulate my purpose while simultaneously using it as a filter to assess every part of my life and ask myself if I, if I was truly living in alignment. And now it is literally the way I assess new opportunities before I say yes. And I've also used it a lot to say no to things in my life that were not serving my purpose anymore. It is definitely a process and that one that will continually evolve. But I can share that the Ikigai framework has allowed me to realize my raison d'etre, which is to use my voice, something I love doing and I think I'm good at, to amplify the stories of diverse individuals on their entrepreneurial journeys while supporting them financially to scale their business and raise capital, something I can get paid for, while unlocking potential, new ideas, and innovations from underserved entrepreneurs. Definitely something the world needs more of, especially today. It feels good to have a sense of purpose, to know that I am in a unique position to use my platform to help others while also having fun and making money doing it. 
I hope this framework was helpful in engaging with the concept of purpose. And I encourage you to use this framework in your own life. Carve out a few hours that you can sit relaxed and uninterrupted with a cup of tea while you start the journey to discovering your Ikigai. And then I would absolutely love it if you would share it with me. You can DM me on Instagram, LinkedIn, or send me an email. Just see the show notes for how to get in touch. And just remember that this is an evolving journey. So have fun. And when you find your Ikigai, know that you'll be on the path to a life that is both fulfilling and purposeful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Futura Talks. I hope it has left you inspired and motivated to pursue your dreams, find your calling and follow your heart in your life and business. If you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean so much to me if you would consider leaving a review and better yet, sharing this episode with someone who will be inspired to start building their own Futura. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next week. Thank you.